Good morning, America, and all ships at sea. Welcome to Tuesday, November the 7th, 2023. It is an election day, at least around these here parts. And we are Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Boss Big Show is on, 107.1, 99.7 FM on the radio. Anywhere in the Boss app, 1071, theboss.com. Joe in need of a recola this morning, it would appear. What? <laughs> well, you just sound like you're clearing your throat. You okay over there? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, well. The seasonal allergies it's going bad. on. I was, I was just saying no. that. Same here. I just come in with my handkerchief, though. Had nothing to do with that. It's a jet game. No. Is there a jet game last night? Yeah, we'll move on. Never mind. Yes. Oh, all right. I didn't. I hadn't. But that's what it was. I mean, Monday night football. It's, oh. it's because they lost. Oh, and he's tired because he was up late it, last yes. night. No, 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 no. I mean, no, actually, it was, it was uh, we had a good time last night doing the game. Kermit was there. It was fun. Oh, well, that might so, be the last you ever see of him. Yeah. So, shh. Don't. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Nothing. I just, you know. Yes, there is. Don't say. You're going to jinx it. Don't say anything. I'm not jinxing anything. Yes, you are. I'm don't just, talk about I'm just it. mad because I love him and I miss him if he were not to work with me anymore. That's all. But, you know, he's he's, oh, he's got big stuff going on in his life and I think it's yeah, great. Yeah, I know he does. I think it's great. He's got a beautiful you are family. Jinxing it all I'm up. not jinxing anything. I'm just being selfish as usual. That's. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Well, for everyone who has no idea what's going on, I don't. That was fun. <laughs> well, just <laughs> just saying. Our, about? Yeah, you our, know what, Rochelle, as usual, just cuts right to the chase, and she's <laughs> absolutely right. We're talking Nobody about uh, the producer kid that works for, no, for me. I, I just, I'd be sad if he didn't work for me. That's okay. all I'm saying. Because he's a got a lot of changes going on in his life. But okay. Well, because Joe brought up that they were at the game last night, um, and to be honest with you, I wasn't paying attention to football, and I had no idea he was doing a Monday game. Yeah. So there you go. Because as usual, I'm focused on what's going on in my life, but none of this. Well, you got to be more aware of what's going on around you. That's what I'm thinking. Well, I'm, I've been hooked into politics because it's election day today, so I was watching all that cable right. news, so I'm all in who, that sort of headspace. Who cares? You're fine. Here we go. Same, same old right. clowns. <laughs> Speaking of same old clowns. Clowns. Give me the same bunch of idiots and Trent when we're done. Won't matter. <laughs> Speaking of clowns, it's amazing. I even heard the sports report this morning, and I had no idea that there was a Jets game last night. It just whoop, went right over my head. I wasn't paying attention. I was thinking right. it had been on Sunday. but You didn't miss much. I think I came out uh, swinging this morning because I think it's indicative of my mood. I have a couple of things I want to address. Uh-oh. Uh, number one, we were mentioning yesterday that we have a neighbor who I was, I ran into, and I found him with a lady. Wow. <laughs> and, and it opened up a whole bunch of questions for me because this person prior to this had not portrayed himself in such a way that he would have a, a lady in a little dress leaving the house at 7 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. we talked about this yesterday, and I didn't name the guy. I didn't say anything other than he's a neighbor of ours, and he's a very nice guy who very, up up his nice. point, I would name just such a quiet, keep-to-himself kind of guy. Rochelle claims that yesterday when she went out to the store in the afternoon, he happened to be out on his uh, patio, and they made death stare eye contact. So now she's convinced... <laughs> Now, we've never mentioned to him what we do or what radio station we're on or anything like that, but she's convinced he must know who we are, he know. must listen to the show, and he heard us talking about him, and he's not happy about it yesterday. And she further has taken it to believe that he's probably Dexter with plastic all well, over his apartment ready to chop her up. All of that is crazy. You know yeah. that, right? Well, there were... I, <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're just in your head. I know that I watch too many movies, yes. but we don't know very much about him, and you already made assumptions about him. Yeah. You said yeah. that either that or he was a pimp. And it had to right. be one of those two things. <laughs> or right. my third Or he could be an axe murderer. Right. Right. Or he could, you know, work for the CIA or be some, oh, you know, please. black ops guy. Oh, and that's the reason he never leaves. He never has anyone there. He's very quiet. He's very clean. He's very neat. <laughs> uh-huh. I just, I don't know. And he, I don't know that I would say he made death 
eyes with me because he's never. You, you he, said he was staring, sitting on his porch, staring so, at you as you got in the yeah. car. So I, frightened you. I walked out, and he's he's kitty corner from us. So I know if he's anywhere near the vicinity of his door, he can hear when someone else leaves or is in the hallway. Yeah. So when I left, I walked out the front door, and I happened to turn to go to our car, and I see that he slowly walks out onto his balcony, <laughs> and then takes his hands and folds them and puts them over the side of his balcony, and then looks down. Right at me. He's probably and just getting some sun. I know, but this no, is never. This has never happened before, ever. And we live there for two years now, and I've run into him all the time. I, I all the time I've run into him. This was different. I'm telling you, and it freaked me out. Joe, will you please tell her she's just in her head? No, she's probably right. Freaked How me out. He, he has no idea who we are that we have a radio show. He would, and the chances that he happened to listen during the five minutes I mentioned this yesterday. All of the probability of all of these things is very minute. Well, you know, those guys get up early. Oh, the special ops guys or the axe yeah. murderers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, both, really. Joe, but you're the not special helping. Op guys, not they helping. get up real early. You're not helping. He's also, very fit. He could definitely take us out. Oh, then he's a special ops guy. That's bad. Let's just be clear if he's listening again today that this is all my fault, as as all yeah. things are. I'm the one that made the bad. comments. Just leave Rochelle out of this, okay? Just leave me out. So, you okay. know what? You two guys next week are going to disappear and no one's going to even know what happened again. <laughs> And you know, then Kermit won't need another job, and he can just come work here. <laughs> he would solve all the problems in the world. Kermit in the morning. All right, I got I got one more thing I want to mention. Actually, I do have a whole stack, but I got one more thing I want to mention. I had some listener, listener text message yesterday that I want to pass along. I said I think it's stupid that decaf coffee is such a thing. And, and I had a woman write and tell me that she has a medical condition. You can't drink caffeine because of a heart condition, and that it was an ignorant thing for me to say. Now, granted... <laughs> <laughs> Granted, <laughs> I, I understand that you have a health condition and you might not be able to because it can give your heart, you know, patter patter. I understand, but it's not ignorant because I understand that. So I, I knew all of that and I chose to say it anyway because I feel like if you can't drink coffee, you might as well drink, just drink water. Decaffeinated coffee is just a waste of time. That was my point. So it's not an ignorant thing to say. We just have a disagreement. So mm. for the lady that uh, can't drink coffee, that's that's why I'm. That was what I was saying. You're not ignorant. You're just rude. Yeah. Okay. That's right. correct. Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> I'm just That's saying good. there's no reason for anybody to drink decaffeinated coffee. Well, if you don't like caffeine, have a glass of water. But what if somebody likes the taste of coffee? Well, then have tea. <laughs> but they like the taste of coffee. Well, it's listen, we don't always get what we want in this life, okay? <laughs> not an ignorant thing to say. Yeah. I just think decaffeinated coffee is a waste of everybody's time. And if you can't drink it, fine. Just have water. Water is uh-huh. better for your body anyway. You're not ignorant. You're rude. We got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Perfect. Well, the good news is I'm going to be chopped up in someone's apartment in the next <laughs> right. week anyway. So. You'll be in a plastic bag in the bottom of the river in about 18 hours. And, and I'm sure I won't be the only one down there either. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, thanks, Joe. On the way on the broadcast for this morning, I have two more stories. You want to get into these now? I have even nothing to do with these. Both of these are animal stories. We oh. we sometimes do animal stories on Tuesday. Yes. But I got two local animal stories. I'll get to them later. Okay. And again, I have nothing to do with them. I just happen to read both of them, and I'm upset about the way uh, these animals are being treated. Okay. Not an animal abuse situation or anything horrible like that. Just uh, there's two stories about about animals. Uh, one of them involves the New Jersey Supreme Court. So I'll, I'll, oh, get, I'll get into those in a few. I have okay. opinions on those. On the broadcast this morning, we'll play the free money music monitor. A couple of winners yesterday all qualified for that $1,000 weekly grand prize. We'll play again after 8. We do it every day at 8, 1, and 5. We started that up yesterday. We got more tickets. We announced the show for Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie. Hootie will be uh, performing... Do we have where they're performing? Can we call him Hootie now? 
<laughs> I asked you that yesterday. Uh, Darius Rucker is, uh, of course, the lead singer, and he doesn't like to be called Hootie, but he, and he's a successful artist in his own right, but now he's back performing with the band. So we'll have Hootie and the Blowfish tickets for you. 710 this morning, doing the backwards oldie of the day, and more passes to Howie Mandel at the Basie, November the 16th. We'll do those a little after 9 this morning. I don't have animal stories, but we do have the food file. We'll go to the celebrity hotline. We're talking to Brian Kilmeade. He's got a new book out. You know him from Fox and Friends on the cable news. As mentioned, I was doing a little news binge the past couple of days. I want to pick his brain a little bit. He's also got a talk he's doing at the Vogel in Red Bank later on this week. Get him in the line. We'll do he said. She said. At 7.50 this morning, Fast Five, birthdays all coming right up. Ross will be here in a minute with the horrible scopes. And time now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, local businesses, organizations, community groups putting on events. We share them here about 62835 every day. If you have one, do the text connect up, do it on the Facebook, or email us, 1071theboss.com, where you can always get a complete list of events where the Boss Roadies are going to be on tour and a whole lot more. Now, coming up Wednesday, November the 15th, join the Boss Roadies at the MODC Mix Mingle and Shop at the Jersey Shore Premium Outlets in Jackson. Mm. They'll see you there starting at 530. Win on your way in, do a little shopping, maybe some holiday shopping, and support a great cause as well. Yes. Then Sunday of next week, so a week from Sunday, November the 19th, 12.30 to 2.30, we were out there last year, it was a great event, the Coors Light Turkey Trot After Party at the yes. Salty Whale in Manasquan. So we'll see you starting at 12.30 Sunday the 19th. They had this amazing spiked cider that oh, I yeah. still remember. It was so cold that day, and everyone showed up in their fun little turkey outfits after they just ran, and they were just wasted on cider. It was awesome. <laughs> it was. It. it was a little chilly, but it was, it was a beautiful, cold, beautiful sunny day. It was, yes. So we'll see you out there uh, Sunday, November the 19th. Maybe we'll get a little uh, local summer. You never know. We should get you one of those turkey hats. I think you should wear that. That'd it would be, look good on you. That'd be great. I'll be incognito. <laughs> yeah. You will there. Everybody else has one on. Kids Turkey Cupcake Decorating Walkthrough Workshop is going on this Saturday from noon to 2 at Chocolate Carousel and Wall. Go see our friends John and Lisa of a walkthrough of at least two stations where they ice and decorate four cupcakes to look mm-hmm. like turkeys. Oh, that's cute. Everyone takes their creations home to enjoy. By the way, that cornucopia that they do for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. boy, is that thing oh, a beauty. beautiful. Just yes. a little, that's not part of this deal, but just a little idea to stop by Chocolate Carousel as part of your Thanksgiving uh, table display. ChocolateCarousel.com for all the info. It's a Jeep thing. Food Truck Festival is happening Saturday. Larita Winery from 11 to 9. We love Larita Winery. Yes. Free admission for all veterans all day long. Mm. Veterans Day is is here. Enjoy live bands, vineyard tours, face painting, and fireworks at the end of the day. Oh, very fun. LaritaWinery.com for more. And the Comedy Night Fundraiser is going on Saturday, 7.30 at the Surflight Theater in Beach Haven. Enjoy a night of comedy with all proceeds going to benefit the Beach Haven Volunteer Fire Company. It's surflight.org for the Info. And there you are, a couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Boss Community Bulletin Board. We'll take a look at what's left of this week in the Horrible Scopes. It's Uncle Ross. Good morning, Ross Britton. Aries, today there can be good relations with people you interact with while fulfilling daily tasks and duties. You feel good about being productive, bringing more order to your personal life. For much of the day, you're likely to feel a heartening sense of purpose. It's a duty. Taurus. Social and creative involvements are bigger than life today with the moon in your sector of joy all day. Mm. You're in the mood for special attention and you're more likely to receive it if you express your own feelings sincerely and without expectation. Happy endings. Gemini, take the time to center yourself today. You could feel better about your health, routines, or work and chores if you pay some special attention to these matters or do some organizing. It's a good time for rebuilding emotional strength as well. 
cancer, there can be good news to share or receive today or the chance to get a whole lot of little things done and behind you. It can be a fine time to branch out, explore different ideas, soak up information, connect, or catch up on news. Leo, it's a good day for practical matters and it makes sense to focus your attention on improving your sense of security or relationship with your resources. As you help and share, you can learn and gain insights into recent events or problems. Uh, Virgo, with the moon in your sign all day, you're inclined to want to do your own thing. You're in a natural, positive frame of mind and feeling an emotional reawakening. You can feel a little drained or burdened, but you may just need a bit of space to sort it all out. Yes, please. Libra, today you'll need more time to reflect, meditate, and detox on an emotional level. Ideas about money and practical things are particularly sound and bright, and time spent working in relative solitude or musing and processing can be particularly fruitful. Scorpio, the word of the day is teamwork, and you can experience a nice boost in your social or romantic life. Friends tend to bring good news or advice. You naturally gravitate to activities and settings that'll help you decompress and enjoy yourself. Sagittarius, the moon is spending the day at the top of your solar chart and good for keeping busy, but it can be challenging to stick to a schedule later on with distractions or interruptions. Fortunately, support from others flows naturally for much of the day. Capricorn, today's transits encourage breaking free from the past and looking forward to the future. The desire for a change of scene Uh. or new experience is strong. Uh. You're looking for emotional and mental refreshment. Uh. Aquarius, today's transits favor observation and rest and can be also strong for new insights into your inner workings as well as for research related to work, health, family, and personal matters. Mm. You're thinking positively and enjoying good memories today. And And finally, finally, Pisces, close relationships are a higher priority today. It's a fine time to explore your feelings through your interactions and feedback. Much of the day is good for self-expression, love, and partnering. Your heart is with your relationships right now. And those are your Tuesday Horrible Scopes. That kind of was a happy ending. Thank you, Ross Pertain. I think we had mentioned Rochelle has now graduated to the stage of life where she has a pillbox for each day of the week. You know, these little the little pillbox, it's a little <laughs> little rectangle, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, and she's got her, uh, her medications and her vitamins yes. for each day of the week because it gets confusing. How many do you have on any given day? Between the vitamins, the supplements, the oh. uh, you're on a medication or two, what is it, about five, six a day? Oh, it's probably 20. 20 a day? Yes. A day? Yes. Now, that seems like a high number to me, is it not? Well, I mean, like I take three biotin, I take two vitamin D, I take one zinc, I take a, a, a two vitamin C. I mean, I take 
a right. lot. I, I, it's a lot of vitamins. I guess it, it does make some sense because the, uh, you've made me start going to the doctors, which I didn't for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they ask you when they send a nurse in to you know, do the pre-discussion with you, is it any medication? I go, no. She says, really? At your age, you're not taking anything? I said, no. I take a little allergy medication because yeah. I have a cat that sheds everywhere. Right. And the seasonal allergies bother me. But other than that, I, I take nothing. Just a little allergy medication on, on occasion. So well, it's surprising of, to me that someone would take 20 per day. Most of them are not medications per se. No, I know that. They're, but, they're vitamins. Yeah. And I could choose to take one multivitamin and that would be easier. But yeah. I choose to take them separately because for me, I need different things yeah. in my body. And you're so. controlling how much vitamin D versus Correct. zinc and that sort of thing. Correct. And I understand that. Well, anyway, we had uh, we had a bit of an issue because as, uh, as all know, Rochelle travels all the time. She puts the bag <laughs> together a week or so ago. And I noticed on the counter, the pillbox is missing. And I said, so where's where's the pillbox? What's going on here? And you said, well, it exploded in my bag the last time I was traveling. And yes. so I've just given up. I said, so you're not taking this after all of this? You're not taking it anymore? Have we resolved this situation? Well, <laughs> I sort of, I have, if I'm going to continue to use this pillbox, I have to saran wrap it before I take it because it has the little buttons on it. And that's what happened. I was going through TSA. Yeah. And... You could see on the TSA screen that my pillbox had exploded. And on the bottom of my backpack looks to be about 100 individual pills. <laughs> so they think El Chapo's coming through security. <laughs> right. It's all TSA's right. fault. And of course, I don't have any of the vitamin <laughs> bottles with me because I put them all in this handy dandy yeah. little pill case. Pablo Escobar with her vitamin D. Right. So it was very embarrassing. So I think for travel purposes, yeah. at least, I will not be using the pill, bo- the pill so box. The pill box is broken. The pill box is not it's broken. It's not broken. It's just the little tabs that you hit to, to push Are open. not clicking properly? Yeah. Okay. And they, they we bought it, I believe, for $1.99 yes. at Ocean State Job Lot. It's like the cheapest thing we've purchased in the last five years. Uh-huh. Perhaps we'll get you a new one. Maybe. You want to put it on your Christmas list for Maybe. Santa? Maybe. I have the pill box. Right. Oh, that's funny. Eight. Those things are garbage. What's that? What's boxes. It? Yeah, they really those, are. They're, they are. They're yeah. terrible. I, found, I actually found one that is a twist top, so it kind of looks like a little oh. tower. And I think that might work better for me. But as of right now, I have it wrapped in saran wrap so that they don't open up. But it's just, they were just everywhere. And then I felt like I had to throw half of them away because I wasn't sure which one was which. And I didn't want to overdose. I know they're yeah. just vitamins, but still. You know, like you can buy uh, the travel scrabble and it's just a little plastic deal. But then you can buy the real fancy. Scrabble, where the board is made out of wood, and there's the you know what I'm saying. I bet the same deal is true with the pillbox. There's probably a fancy one that oh, you can buy. I'm sure, yeah, you know, go I'm to sure. Amazon buy a real yeah. bougie one sure. for eighty five dollars. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, from time to time, we get enough stories trending about food, beverage of all varieties. Sometimes sugary treats. Sometimes it's the carbs. Sometimes it's the meat and fish. It's like walking around the supermarket. <laughs> Beverages of the caffeinated, the sugary, the alcoholic salty, variety. alcoholic. Oh, sure. Yes. Nothing better than a salty beverage. <laughs> food fall. Excellent. It's food fall. Of course, this time of year, we have lots of uh, stories that start to trend as we head through the holiday season. Yes. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> this is the food file. Yeah. Stories trending about food and drink. There's a man up in Massachusetts. Ah, Massachusetts, this, there, and I will tell you in Massachusetts, there. A guy <laughs> named uh, Michael Murata. Everybody in Massachusetts talks like that. Uh-huh. He handed out rotisserie chickens to trick-or-treaters last week who stopped by his home, <laughs> made the local news. He bought the chickens at Market Basket, said he offered kids full rotisserie chicken or a full-size candy bar, and out of the 20 trick-or-treaters he got at his house, two of them took him up on a chicken. That's awesome. The man said it was a lifelong dream to hand out <laughs> rotisserie chickens and post about it on socials because it got him on the news. Hey, that's very funny. <laughs>
You know, when I took the kids trick-or-treating, there was someone handing out full potatoes, uncooked, russet that's, potatoes. That's a great gift. The kids thought it was hilarious. I think that's great. It was their favorite thing they got in their in their basket was the potato. You stick those little cords in there, you make electric out of the uh, potato. You ever <laughs> seen someone pull that little trick? How happy would you be if the kids would have brought home a whole rotisserie chicken? That would have been great. Yeah, I mean, that's sure. Dinner for the night. It's like the Kenny Rogers place is back in business. <laughs> this is the food file. Got to know where to hold them, know where to fold them. The maker of cup noodles, the company called Nissan Foods, has recently announced that they're switching the packaging from those paper cups we all know. Styrofoam cups, yeah. To actual paper cups, cups made out of paper. okay. They say it'll make the cup noodles microwavable for the first time since 1973. Now, people are saying, wait, what? And that's exactly what I was thinking, because I certainly had bought those here and there when I was younger. Yeah. And you put them right in the microwave. Yeah, you pop open the lid, you add the water, you put it in the microwave. You're not supposed to do that? Nope. They say you're supposed to pour it into a pan and cook it on the stove, so people that have been doing this. I feel like there's a major lawsuit that's about to happen. People have got cancer or something. Polystyrene is the material. Right, right. It's feels like a styrofoam. Like, like a styrofoam, kind of. yeah. yeah. I figured it was fine. Uh, if it's metal, you're not supposed to put in the microwave. It's microwavable soup. What do you mean? Nope. I supposed have... to cook it on the stove. Pour it out, cook it on the stove. When I was in college, I probably had a cup of noodles once a week, and I always microwave them. So that's very scary that you're not supposed to do that. This message is for people that use cup noodles in the microwave. <laughs> You may be entitled compensation. Yes, send me my $14 check right now. <laughs> right now. Let's get Brandon J. Broderick on the case. <laughs> it's the food file over to Baskin Robbins where they've got a new flavor of the month called Turkey Day Fixins. Uh-oh. It tastes like sweet potato with sweet chunks of honey cornbread mm. and tart swirls of cranberry sauce. I got to tell you, this it sounds delicious. Quirky, yeah. but delicious. Uh-huh. It's also lathered in a caramel praline glaze, which oh. they say give it a juicy sheen like the perfect turkey. I can leave that part out because you already sold me with the cranberry sauce flavoring. That but. does sound pretty good. I'm glad they don't have chunks of turkey in it because that would be disgusting. I don't know if it would be. I think I'd be all right with that. I'd really? Like a, yeah. Turkey uh, in ice cream? Might be interesting. No. I would give it a shot. No. The cranberry I'm on board with and, and the sweet potato. I could do that, but not turkey chunks. They're known for their 31 flavors, right? Does yes. this mean there's 32 for this month only? Is well, that what I it think is? One, or do they pull one and yeah, then have this be the 31st one flavor? or two of the 31 every month are something special. I think uh, hi, can I get a vanilla? Nope. <laughs> 31st flavor is Turkey Day Fixins today, so that's what you can have, Bob. All right? DoorDash has started warning people who don't pre-tip on the app that their food might arrive cold. If you don't tip ahead, your order is less appealing to drivers. So while they will get it to you, it might take longer for delivery. Awesome. So pre-tip. They're working for tips, baby. Here's the thing. I always pre-tip. I do. I'll give the 15%. But then if they are a good driver and they follow the instructions, because I do leave instructions, I tip again after. And I'll give them a few more bucks. But that's how I base it. Because if not, they just leave your food sitting outside. They don't tell you it's there. You have to check the app to know if it's there. It's it's ridiculous. This is like Nolan at the Gentleman's Club. He's like, well, after she does the dance, I'll decide whether or not I'm going to give her some money. I'm not taking out a 20 until I know how hard she she rubs okay. her butt on my leg. Okay. <laughs> a pair of Wisconsin brothers created a record-breaking massive grilled cheese sandwich. Measures 10.9 feet and 6.2 feet wide. Remember we were talking about the giant zucchini yeah, yesterday? Yeah, yeah. They did it to raise money for local food banks out there in Green Bay. Hmm. This is Exodus and Iggy Chaudhry. That's their names. That's a great name. On their record-breaking massive grilled cheese. I was watching like lots of YouTube videos of people, yeah. so I decided to do it a few months ago. We were like working on like how we're going to do it, and then like one of my mom's friends, that's a welder, he welded like this that he we have today. These poor kids are named Exodus and Iggy, and now they hold the world record for baking a big grilled cheese. <laughs> 
They're going to be real popular with the girls in school, let me tell you. Real popular. Congratulations, fellas. Hey, girls like guys who can cook. Not prepubescent boys, let me tell you. <laughs> this food file, I brought this up to you before and you don't want to hear about it, but I'm telling you, I read article after article that we have an unsustainable future when it comes to meat, mm-hmm. so we're going to have to start eating insects. No. I'm not doing There's it. There's Tyson Foods. You know Tyson of Foods. Of course. They think there could be a future in insect proteins. Oh, my God. They're now inventing and experimenting with turning black soldier flies into food Ugh. for pets, poultry, and fish. Ugh. They aren't turned into human food yet, but they say they're heading down that path if they find other mammals like your pets, your cats and dogs, can eat them. I'm already very weird about meat, and I won't do it. Well, be, the good news for you is you'll probably end up losing weight because you'll just be eating celery sticks. Yeah, That'll I, be all that's absolutely. left. Absolutely. When there's no hamburgers. Absolutely. I don't really eat hamburgers now because I don't like it, but I mean, I, no, I'm not going to eat a bug. I will absolutely <laughs> be a vegan. Not happening. You're under the deck swatting mosquitoes like, hey, honey, I got dinner. <laughs> you want me to grill these up in the George Foreman? So gross. And and finally, here in the food file, there's a new food festival coming to Los Angeles called Chain Fest, which will feature bites from restaurants like Chili's, Dunkin' Donuts, Ooh. Jack in the Box, Panda Express, Red Robin, Pizza Hut, and Sonic. It'll cost you $75 to get in. Ooh. Happening out there in Hollywood the first weekend in December, the first two days already sold out. Goes to show you how hungry these poor <laughs> skinny actor model people are. Like, can I please have some chilies? Yeah, that kind of sounds like a, a Saturday night in college. I would just, I would just restaurant hop to all the fast food places. <laughs> we don't need to go to a festival. Go to Jack in the Box, head over to Panda Express, a right. couple of coffees, you know. Right. You know what? I'm ready for more. Let's do <laughs> let's do Pizza Hut now. <laughs> food fall, excellent. It's a food fall. All right, let's go over to the Celebrity Hotline. You know him from Fox and Friends on Fox News. You know him from his radio show. He's going to be at the Vogel on Thursday night, 7 o'clock. There are still tickets through his website, briankillmead.com, or through their box office. We were at the Vogel in Red Bank for a 7 o'clock show. Plus, he's got a brand new book out. He's already a New York Times bestselling author, and this one looks like it's heading there, too. It's uh, Teddy and Booker T, the latest book. Brian Kilmeade, good morning, sir. How are you? Robbie, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, congratulations, first of all, on this new book. I, I, I don't know if you would say he's the greatest president, but my favorite president is Teddy Roosevelt. So tell me a little bit about this new book. So what, I, what I'm trying to do is I can't do the definitive bio of any of these great historical figures. No one does it better than John Meacham and with the late Dave McCullough. Yeah. But I thought if I could just grab a slice of their life and how they interacted with other famous figures, in Booker T. Washington's case, famous in his own right, Teddy Roosevelt, maybe the greatest president ever, as you mentioned, but how they worked together to move us through a very difficult time. And even before I was looking at my previous book, Lincoln and Douglas, I was looking at up from slavery, which was the story of Booker T. Washington, had a guy who was a slave until he was nine, become one of the most uh, sought after, uh, looked up to person in the country. And what did they do for the country? He really educated a huge population while Teddy Roosevelt working with him showed everybody there's no difference in the races. You know, it's who you are as a person, not the color of your skin. We get that in this generation. We hope everybody listening. Sure. But back then with Jim Crow and, you're getting lynched if you were dating a white woman or a black man. And when there was separate but equal and there were poll taxes and threats if you went to vote, it was ugly. And then there's somebody who was born in that environment, goes back, starts to college, and becomes somebody who now becomes a sought-after place for presidents to go to give a commencement speech and help out. Or Andrew Carnegie would, bail, would, would support, as well as uh, J.P. Morgan, the most affluent people in the country. What was it about him? And what was it about Teddy Roosevelt that they both saw opportunity in each other and a friendship? And I just thought, let's talk about something positive in our past to give us a perspective on 
any type of racial unrest we might experience today or tomorrow. I think that makes a lot of sense. I'm sure when it comes to Teddy Roosevelt, you read the story that he was actually shot by a would-be assailant and kept giving the speech, would not get medical yeah. attention until after he finished his speech. Boy, that's a tough man right there. I thought it was so funny, too. He does get shot. He ends up getting uh, he gets stopped by one of the speech who was in his pocket, uh, right. as well as a coin, I think, that stopped the bullet, but it still went through. What I just thought was so interesting is after McKinley was shot, uh, the way Roosevelt adjusted is he started carrying around a gun. I'm right. thinking to myself, oh, that's interesting. A president's going to shoot his, will shoot back at the assassin. But that's Roosevelt's attitude. I'll take care of this myself. If you're going to kill me, I'm going to shoot you first. So, <laughs> yeah, he's a tough guy. And, you know, it's hard to believe he accomplished so much. I mean, a war hero, assistant secretary of the Navy, a uh, governor, uh, an assemblyman, of course, a vice president and a president. This guy, and he died at 60. Right. So, I mean, it's unbelievable. Now, people, uh, if they do the VIP package, not only get to meet you, Brian, but they get a copy of the book as well if they come see it at the Vogel on Thursday night. Is that right? Well, everybody, no, that's, I'm so glad you asked that, Robbie. What we did this time, everybody that gets a ticket gets a book. Oh, great. And I, I'm, I'm signing them all ahead of time. So if you get there, you get a book. Also, Fox Nation's producing this with us. So Fox Nation's going to give six months free. So, you know, it's just a positive, patriotic, inspirational, motivational night. Talk about all my books. Yep. This is my sixth history book. And just have people a good sense of where we came from. Because I never thought that we'd be in a war on history. I didn't think I'd be looking at these books and then looking up and seeing the guys that I'm featuring, like Andrew Jackson, being torn off its podium, its pedestal. Teddy Roosevelt being boxed up off the Museum of Natural History, uh, a, a museum that his dad founded along with him, with all of his, you know, his hunting trophies in there. He gets boxed up and sent to North Dakota. I'm saying to myself, well... History just became news, and I want to push back with the facts. Listen, I think it's a strange time we're living in where if you don't agree with somebody, suddenly they never existed. That's a strange That's a strange place for us to be these days. Yeah, I do I do want to clarify one thing. If you get VIP, I have before the show, 45 minutes, I hang out before, answer everybody's questions, personalize the books. We get, an exam, we get to do this on the radio, but right. so often you don't. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's great. They're getting tickets still available through the Vogel or through your website. Let me briefly ask you, how are things going over there at uh, at Fox and Friends? You've you often make news. You get people like the former president uh, coming on. So, how are things going over there? I think it's going great. I mean, uh, the ratings are through the roof. Yep. Uh, I wish it was for a different reason, but the war in Israel, I think, reaffirmed that we can actually cover a war and recognize one's a democracy and one's a terrorist organization. That seemed to be tough for other people to disseminate the outrageousness of anti-Semitism, the insanity that's going on college campuses, uh, especially as it relates to the war we're supporting in the Middle East. You, As I mentioned, you've had Mr. Trump on the show before. Is he going to be the nominee? It's hard to vote against him. I know he's got his hands full right now in court in the civil trial. If they want to take you or I down, Robbie, we have no shot. Because, number one, we don't have the financial wherewithal to withstand it. We don't have the team of lawyers. The Republic might have a different reaction, but he's convicted. And, you know, if someone does something wrong, go, go for it. I don't care who you are. Yeah. What we're witnessing now is is absolutely out of control on so many levels. I'm sure you'll talk about it and a whole lot more again Thursday night at the Vogel. The book is uh, Teddy and Booker T. Brian Kilmeade. We could talk all day. I appreciate you coming on. Continued success, Robbie. Thank you. Back at you. Thank you, sir. I mentioned I had a little mini uh, animal stories I mm-hmm. wanted to do. You, you mind if I give you a couple of animal no, stories? I would love that. I read both these articles, and I, I can see the point of both sides, but both of them it upset me a little bit. Okay. There is a case that is making its way to the New Jersey Supreme Court. An emotional support dog named Luna was banned from an apartment complex oh. because she weighs 70 pounds. She's a shelter pup. 
who is a registered emotional support dog by a couple living in this uh, condo complex uh, near Trenton. And they said, well, it's the policy. And so they, they were... The complex says they were told this ahead of time, and they brought the dog in anyway. But she's a registered but support But she's a registered animal? support dog, and so they keep winning appeal. So the New Jersey Supreme Court will now find out. And listen, I understand that the policy is no big dogs, but this is a support animal. Yeah. And if the people need a support animal, they need a support animal. I can totally understand Yeah, that. no, so, I do. I and do. poor little, look at this picture of poor little Luna. I mean, how do you fall, not fall oh, in love with this face? Oh, sweet baby. So I'm hoping oh. the New Jersey Supreme Court sides with these people and says, yeah, we're going to make an exception because she's a support animal. She just happens to be a big dog. That's I, all. I agree. It's not like she's a big Rottweiler no, that uh, has a history of biting like no. Biden's dog, you know what I mean? And she's very sweet, but I think that either way, that's going to be a very yeah, I know. contentious relationship that they're going to have with their landlord now. So that, that situation's not going to last very long. I know, but on the anyway. other hand, I think it sets a bad precedent because if the New Jersey Supreme Court absolutely. doesn't agree with them, there's going to be people that get thrown out of their place and no, they have a absolutely. support animal. That doesn't seem right to me. No, it doesn't. And it I grant doesn't. you, listen, I haven't read the whole brief, but just on it on the surface, that doesn't seem right for poor no. Luna. And Luna's so cute. Poor Luna. There's another sweet story baby. this morning about Jilly the cow. She's done at the Cape May County Park and Zoo. She headbutted accidentally a teenager who was trying to take a selfie with her back in 2021. Kid fell over, banged her head, and so now they're suing the zoo and talking about putting down Jilly the cow. (gasps) Oh, no. You guarantee this little teenager's there trying to take a selfie with the cow. It's not the cow's fault. Right. I'm sorry the kid hit her head, but come on. This is like that Both story. Both of these things upset me. That's this is like that story where the kid fell into the enclosure with the gorilla. Right. Do you remember that? And then yeah. they, they put the gorilla down. It was like, where were the kid's parents? Where is it? Why? It's the kid that fell in there. The gorilla did nothing. The cow did nothing wrong. I agree. You're on a farm. Watch your kids. If why are we taking? Why are we taking selfies with the cow? You know what I mean. I mean, no, I, mean I get taking a selfie a, with a cow. I would definitely take a selfie with a cow. But you also have to know the cow's eight hundred pounds, <laughs> so you got to be careful. <laughs> Remember, we went to that alpaca farm, yes. and, and they do this whole spiel for the kids. They take the kids on the farm, and Grayson is what about five at the time? Five. Yeah. And they say, "Now, kids, don't walk behind the animal because they will kick." It's the first thing they say. Yes. Everybody understand? Yes, ma'am. What's the first thing Grayson does? Is walk behind it, and he got whacked, and he started to cry. But you know what? Kicked, he might have yeah. deserved it because he wasn't listening to directions. He did. He got kicked right in the stomach. And, yeah. and I th- I feel like there were some moms that judged me because instead of comforting him, and I, I did say, are you okay? But I said, you were told not to get behind yeah. the alpaca. And he was like, it hurts. I'm like, well, of course it does. It's why you're not supposed to walk back there. But I had some judgy eyes that people were like, I can't believe you're just okay with him. I'm like, well, he shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. And he was okay. Like I said, Jilly the cow's it. fault for the love of God. Doing the temperature cha-cha. He's, the like, cha-cha. he's like Lawrence Welk, isn't he? A one and a two and a temperature <laughs> Cha-cha. The cha-cha. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 718. Now here's Bobby and Sissy. <laughs> <laughs> the fabulous Lennon sisters with Myron uh, of Lauren. 56 here at Boss HQ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Isn't it funny? It was probably the worst television show in the history of television, but everybody remembers all of it. Sure. You know? Oh, my gosh. Well, if you're a couple of geezers like us, Joe. Well, I know. My parents used to watch it every, what was it, Sunday? Yeah. yeah. I think it's still on. The runs are still on uh, Channel 13, you know? Hey, I was going to say Lawrence have a little trouble doing it himself. Yeah, but. (laughs) I got to go a one and a two. Uh, Yeah. All right, let's uh, do the backwards oldie of the day. We're playing here for Dig and See Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh. They're calling the lineup Hootie and the Blowfish again. So Darius back with his old bandmates uh, next summer, PNC Bank Art Center, August the 2nd. Backwards oldie of the day. Listen closely. It's an oldie in reverse, a goldie moldy oldie. I chose it today because it celebrates its 60th anniversary on the Hot 100 chart this week. 
First person that can correctly identify that record will be a winner of those Hootie tickets, 732-774-4444. We start on line one. Good morning. It's the boss. Hi. Hi. Hey, is it the Beach Boys Surfing USA? It is not the Beach Boys Surfing USA, but I will tell you, you are on the right track. Good morning, it's a boss. Is it the Beach Boys Surfing Safari? Nope. Oh. Nope. I'll tell Both. you what, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll make this easier for everybody. I'll tell you, it is not the Beach Boys. Although it does kind of sound that way, oh, doesn't it? Oh, I thought it was sure. Oh, it's that. I know what it is. Good morning, it's the boss. Backwards oldie. Yeah, is it a Beach Boys? Nope, not a Beach Boys song. <laughs> <laughs> he was on hold to his defense. The, yeah, he couldn't hear you. Good morning, it's the boss. Good morning, is the backwards oldie surfing safari by the Beach Boys? It is not a Beach Boys song, okay? I know it sounds it like it, sound but it's like it. not the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. 60 years ago this week, it hit the Hot 100. It's a classic. By the way, there is a connection to New Jersey because it mentions a place here in the Great Garden State. Oh. And there is another one of those places also in Southern California where this group was from. I love his music trivia stuff. I don't know if anyone else gets as into it as I do, but backwards only playing here for Hootie tickets. Good morning. It's a boss. Hi. Hi. What do you think? Jan and Dean, Dead Man's Curve. It is not Dead Man's Curve, but the, you're very, very, very warm. You're very close, so do with that what you will, but it's not Dead Man's Curve. Although they are talking about doing a biopic, because there was a book called, about the group that came out called Dead Man's Curve. So there's a little Jan and Dean fun fact for you. Good morning. It's a boss. Is it Palisade Park? Nope. That's a good guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does mention a, that's a Jersey theme park right, from years ago, right. but, but nope. I just say you're on the right track, but it's not the Beach Boys. Backwards, I'll do that. You want to hear it again? Yeah. Yeah. 732-774-4444. Let's go to Susan on line one. Hi, it's a boss. Hi. Hi. What do you think? Uh, Surf and Safari. Nope. No Beach Boys? Not Not a Beach Boys song. Not a Beach Boys. Here's Barbara, line two. Good morning. It's a boss. Surf City, Jan and Dean. Is it Surf City by Jan and Dean? Yes, Mom. Nice job. All right. Yep, 60 years ago this week, believe it or not, that hit the Hot 100, and there's a surf city in New Jersey. There's a surf city out there by Huntington Beach in California. So yeah, Jan and Dean, wow. surf, surf city. There you are. It's Barbara, right? Yes. All right, Barbara, you got tickets to go see Hootie and the Blowfish. That should be a great show next summer, PNC Bank Arts Center in Homedale, of course. Fantastic. On August the 2nd. Hang in the line. We'll get all your info. We'll get that to you, okay? Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening. Dan and Dean surf. It's a fun song. Yeah, your backwards oldie of the day. We'll do another pair of those tickets tomorrow morning, right about seven ten. Time now for hashtag mom confessions. We search that uh, hashtag on all of our social pages. You know the Facebook and the Text Connect and all of that. And we hear from moms, sometimes even from dads Mm -hmm. and grandmoms, just like this. About seven twenty and nine twenty each day. Michelle Brooks said, my five-year-old wants to know why our neighbors still have their Halloween decorations up. Mm. And I didn't know he was on the HOA board. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Coach Hannah, 85, said, don't judge me for my toddler eating chicken nuggets for lunch. Mm. Judge me for not knowing where the chicken nugget came from. Oh, that's a... You ever uh, cleaning out the car? You know, you say, you know what? The car yes. needs to be clean. And then you're like, where did this French fry come from? Mm-hmm. I haven't had French fries in the car in uh-huh. years. It can't be from years ago. There's always there's always the stray French fry under the seat. <laughs> Even if you don't eat the French fries yeah. in the car, somehow it's there. Oh, my God. Melissa Everett said, my daughter hasn't seen the Harry Potter movies, so we made plans to watch one together. But when the day come, my daughter told me I was too excited and she wasn't ready for all of that. <laughs> Just settle down. Settle down with your Daniel Radcliffe. Hashtag mom.
Adios Patrono. <laughs> what is it? What's he saying? Something like that. Something like that. Hashtag mom. Every morning, 720 and 920. You might hear yours right here. Fast Five's next. You have reached the undecided voter hotline. If you still haven't decided whom you're going to vote for, press one. No, wait, press two. Hold it. One, definitely press one. However, pushing two might be better. You know what? Drink a cup of coffee and think about it. No, make that tea. Coffee. Tea. Coffee. Tea. Thanks for calling the undecided voter hotline. Congrats to Barbara Ihorn from Neptune City. Barbara just figured out it was Surf City. Mm-hmm. By Jan and Dean, 60 years ago this week. It was the Hot 100 record, and it was our backwards only of the day today. I want to take us go see Hootie and the Blowfish, who are back together and on tour next summer. PNC Bank Art Center, August the 2nd. So nice job, Barbara. Love those tickets again for you tomorrow morning. About 7.10, we'll do the mystery only of the day, as we do uh, every hump day. Time now for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five, which is presented by Hollywood Nights, America's Bob Seger Experience, Carteret Performing Arts Center, Friday night. That's this Friday night, November 10th. Time's running out. Get your tickets now. Carteret, P-A-C, CarteretPack.com. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. We start at number five and count down today. Reminder to stay in touch with us on all the socials. We are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio, mm-hmm. where you get bonus content you might not see on the boss page or even hear about here on the show. Or at 1071 The Boss. You can follow us there as well. On the website, we've got the podcast on our page. You can get it wherever you download your podcast. Number five. Well, Taylor Swift is doing many things. To our country, many things to the world. <laughs> yeah. And one of them is introducing CDs to kids. There's a trend online showing young, young kids. You know, they get the Generation Z, they get the Millennials. Yes. And then they get Generation Alpha. These are kids about Grayson's age. So okay. like under eight, under 18, under 15, you know, little, little kids. You know, first, second, third grade kids. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is releasing some of her stuff on CD again as she's oh, redoing her classic don't... albums. And so these kids have no idea how to use a CD, how to open a CD case. And so there's been uh, some videos training of moms recording their kids having their first experience. Oh, that's funny. With a CD. Now, I, something similar did happen with Grayson. I don't know if he's ever uh, played around with a CD, but you did show him a VHS tape and he, he called it a movie in a, a box. A movie in a box. <laughs> Which they, makes sense, He wanted to it? watch the movie in the box. It makes perfect sense. On the TV with the extra thing on the back. And I think Lola did have an experience. Now, she's older. She should know better at 13. But she didn't realize that CDs could be just for music in the yes. car. She was thinking she'd seen a CD-ROM, I guess, at the, the computer center at school. So she thought it was the... She thought they were all DVDs. Well, yeah, she thought she, they were DVDs. She thought all of them were DVDs. She didn't realize that some of them had music on them. Okay. So. Yes, remember, you used to have to use, like, to operate Microsoft. They used yeah. to have a little CD you'd have right. to insert there and right. install the program, you know? Yeah, I had no idea. All right, so here's uh, here's one of those videos of these little Swifties learning about CDs from Taylor. Like, open this. Get the CD. Open, open the case. How? How? What do you mean? Open it. How? Don't crowd it. It's not coming out. <laughs> it's not coming you guys out. are making me laugh because this is how we listen to music. All right, so you can hear all those. She added little sound effects and all to the video, but the kid is just struggling there trying to pull it apart, and they're playing the playing the CD. She doesn't know how to open the case. You know what's funny is I kind of had that same experience the first time I had a CD, but that's only because they were new, and I didn't know what they were. <laughs> These are brand new. Like, do I have to wind it up? What do I do? What happens if the tape comes out? Do you remember? <laughs> you go back far enough. You remember we had these at the building when you started, but when I started, CDs were just being used. It used yeah. to be everything was on tape right, at the radio right. station. And then when they started to use CDs, they had the idea that all the slob DJs would get their fingerprints on the CD. Yeah. So what they did is put them in these little plastic <laughs> cases. 
and they had special CD players for broadcast right. facilities that you'd put this the CD in the plastic case and it'd play right out of there. They called it a jewel case. Mm-hmm. And there were some places where guys would take out the CDs anyway and scratch <laughs> them all up. So they actually, some of the engineers actually would put screws in that little piece of plastic. Oh my gosh. So inevitably you'd be like, well, listen, we don't play this song anymore. Let's go put, we need a, we only have so many cases because the boss won't buy new ones and you'd have to break open the case and oh try, you know, because the screws are there and it would break the case and there'd be, you know, always sad. It's very stressful. Yeah, those little cases are probably now in the uh, island of misfit toys like yes. Rudolph, you know? Yes. Now we just have to make sure the Wi-Fi is working, otherwise our stuff oh, won't <laughs> don't, don't jinx me. <laughs> bonus, bonus story for you. Right here in uh, Jersey, way down in uh, Upper Deerfield, there's a custodian. Did you see this story? It's making national news. He's uh, accused of contaminating food at the school lunchroom, including mm-hmm. uh, utensils and the food itself, with his own saliva and pee. <gasps> His name is Giovanni Imperalizzi. He's Ew. accused of also spraying bleach into a container of food. Oh, my God. That was later served to kids. Of course, the parents are horrified, and he's going to be brought up on charges. But it's kind of a wild story in making uh, national headlines. I covered my mouth and started crying. I had no words. I yeah. mean, what can you say to a situation where somebody was doing those disgusting things in the school where your child's supposed to be safe? And, and by the way, the school lunch is just so delicious as is. <laughs> right. <It's> so delicious. <laughs> Maybe we should just... Just pack a lunch with the kids and oh, call it safe. That's horrible. That is horrible. So he'll be he'll be spending the next couple of decades as he should in a small cell. Number yeah. four after thirty five seasons, Homer Simpson on The Simpsons. Believe that the show goes back that far. Will no longer be able to strangle Bart. In a recent episode, <laughs> he explained that a, a new neighbor. I told him you're not supposed to strangle your kid anymore. That's the way the producers decided to address it. Really? Directly on the show. So if you're not still watching The Simpsons all the time, you probably weren't aware of this, but here's the clip from the show of Homer. Whoa, that's quite a grip. See, Marge, strangling the boy has paid off. Just kidding. I don't do that anymore. Times have changed. Well... Wow. It's a sad day in America when Homer can't strangle Bart. <laughs> Part of the charm of the interesting. show. Don't have a cow, man. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, so they're not going to do that anymore. Okay. I have a suggestion for you. Why don't you just replay old episodes, okay? Well, there's so many of them, you could. We've been doing this show for seven years now, and believe yeah. me, we've got plenty that we could probably not show up for three months, and Big probably. Boss Bob would have no damn idea. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm The Simpsons after 35 seasons, maybe just play some old ones. Maybe. Why even make a new one? <laughs> but that's just me. Number three, Barbara Streisand's new memoir is out. It's called My Name is Barbara. It's 992 pages long, almost 1,000 pages. It's like War and Peace on Barbara. The audio version, which she reads herself, if you get the audible, you ready for this? 48 hours and 15 minutes. Wow. That is stressful on many levels. First of all, you have to listen to two days of Barbara. That's a lot. (laughs) And secondly, that's a lot of strain on her vocal cords. That's her moneymaker, babe. What are you doing? It is, but she doesn't use it all that much anymore, at least. In a uh, (laughs) a Barbara-related story, she apparently was not happy when you ask your cell phone, you know, hey, Siri, you know, you do that whole deal? Yes. Oh, see, here comes my Siri. Hey, Siri. Can't hear Okay, I found this on the web for how do you do the whole... No, 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 that's not what I want. (laughs) What were you looking at? Something about Whole Foods. Oh. Hey, uh, Siri, let's see if this works. She doesn't understand. Come on now. Hey, Siri. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Can you tell me about Barbara Streisand? That doesn't say anything. Come on, let me... One more. Do you mind if I try again? Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) I said, you know the kids with the CDs? This is how I am with the phone. Yes. Hey, Siri. Mm. Who sings The Way We Were? Okay. I found this on the web for Who Sings The Way We Were. 
check it out. Oh, for the love of God. It doesn't say. I'm trying to get her to say the name. Anyway, Barbara was Googling herself and asked her phone about herself. And she claimed <laughs> of course that the, she was. She claimed that the iPhone, the Siri voice, says Barbara Streisand instead of Barbara Streisand, sand oh, like sand at the it, beach. They say it incorrect. And okay. because she's Barbara, she happened to have Tim Cook's cell phone. He's the CEO of, of Apple. Course. And he personally made sure the Siri lady re-recorded it for all the phones. And then it was part of the most recent iOS update. Is that crazy? That is crazy. Well... My name is Barbara on Store Shelves Now. I love I, that she was Googling herself. I love that I can't figure out the damn phone, but one more time. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. Barbara Streisand. And it just brings up her bio on Wikipedia. I don't know how to get it to say her name. How the hell did Barbara did get it to say her name? you Siri to say Barbara Streisand? Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. How do you say Barbara Streisand? Oh, my God. It just brought up her biography again. <laughs> Barbara had to do some serious work to get the thing to say her name. That's amazing. Just ridiculous. Bonus, bonus story for you. Pedro Pascal tops a list of DILFs. Are you familiar with the DILF? That's a dad I'd like to... Yes. Eh, 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 ...for 2023. According to this online survey, Pedro Pascal, number one, followed by Oscar Isaac, Mads Mikkelsen, Cillian mm. Murphy, Michael Sheen, Ryan Gosling, and Keanu Reeves. These are dads. I'd like to. Okay. Eh, 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 eh. Okay. okay. <laughs> that render you speechless, does it? Um, well, it kind of does because Pedro Pascal does not have children and neither does Keanu Reeves. So, uh, Are you sure? I'm 100% positive. Well, how the hell do they make the list? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just look like their dads. Man, <laughs> just, that's, a, that's a sad point in your career. Right. You used to be a hot Hollywood actor and now they're like, looks like a dad. Right. They've got the dad bod. Maybe that's it. It's the <laughs> dad Reeves bod. Reeves is in great shape. He's John Wick for the love but of God. But he's older. So, yeah. I mean, I guess they can understand. I, but the, he does not have children and neither does Pedro Pascal. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. Is Keanu Reeves a father? No, it gave me Samuel Reeves Jr. That's Keanu's dad. I'm telling so, you, Keanu Reeves does not have kids. I don't think this damn thing works. You know, we talk about the rise of the machines and artificial intelligence. I can't even get my phone to say Barbara Streisand. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Number two, there's a low-budget flick called Barmaheimer in the works. Now, you remember over the summer, there was Barbie and Oppenheimer released on the same day in the biggest movies of the summer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a movie called Barbenheimer, and it'll be about a doll scientist who visits the real world and then decides to build a nuclear bomb and blow it up. It's described as a horror thriller. Awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the big bomb. <laughs> this is the Manhattan Project, and it's pink. Apparently, that's my Barbie impression. It's very good. Wasn't that great? Yeah, it was great. Bonus, bonus, bonus story. Let's try this. (laughs) Moving along as fast as we can. A little more time to kill. Oprah's favorite things for 2023 are here just in time for the holidays. Oh, yes. This year, she includes the MetaQuest headset. Oh, Grayson wants this. This is to play games on Meta, right? On Facebook? Yeah, it's a headset that it's basically like a 3D game where they have hand controls. And it's Grayson wants this. It's on his list, but it's like 500 bucks. It is 499 bucks. So unless Oprah's buying it, he's not getting it. (laughs) Hot and saucy holiday hot box. I don't know what it is, but I like saying it. I like it. It's the hot and saucy holiday hot box. I like that. There's a 1802 soap bar gift set, $68. That seems nice. For soap? That's reasonably pretty. $68 for soap? It's like designer soap. You know, there's the fancy soap, you know, like you get at the uh, Bath and Body Works. I guess. That's a lot of money for soap. They're out of business. Is it Bed Bath and Beyond? Who's out of business? Bath and Body is in business. Bath and Body. Bed Bath and Beyond is out of business. But they sell, you know, the the store in the mall that sells the fancy soap, 68 bucks. 
Bella Cucina pizza kit to Ooh. make pizza at home, artisan pizza at oh, home. Thirty-eight dollars. That's fun. You know, Stedman's the one doing that. Yeah, she's not making a pizza. No. Number one in a recent survey: seventy-six percent of American workers say they believe they should get a four-day work week rather than five because sure. studies show the average American is only productive for thirty-one hours a week. Thirty-one of the forty hours a week—that's nine hours that they're just. Jerking around, so I agree. <laughs> so if you take a look at how productive we are, that really does make perfect sense, doesn't it? I absolutely agree with a four-day, even a three-day work week. Three we can, would be better. We can make yeah. it work. Well, yeah. I'll work longer days. That's fine. Let's not get crazy here. Let's not volunteer. <laughs> I will though. <laughs> Let me give you my book on power negotiating. Let's not <laughs> let's not cede too much before we have to. Okay. Okay. All right. Tuesday, world famous celebrity birthday file. <laughs> <laughs> Not work longer days. Well, I'm just saying let's, I would. Let's work less and shorter days. Okay. Tuesday, celebrity birthday file. Lord, remember her? She's 27 today. Adam Devine. I think he just had a new movie on Netflix, but he was in Pitch oh, Perfect. Yeah. And he's 40. David Guetta, 56 today. Christopher Knight. He was on the show not that long ago from the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. Peter Brady, 66. Joni Mitchell. Johnny Rivers. Joe, you remember Johnny Rivers? Secret yeah. agent man. He's 81 today. Happy birthday, Johnny Wow. Today is a National Cancer Awareness Day, hmm. which is a good thing. Yes. National Hug a Bear Day. I don't know if that means okay. a teddy bear or an actual bear, but do what you're no, on No, I would imagine it's a teddy bear. <laughs> of course, good luck hugging a, a bear. Of course, it's local mm. election day as well. Yes. Happy election day. See everybody walking around. There's two days of the year where you know what people have been doing. There's uh, Ash Wednesday when you can see the ash in their forehead, mm-hmm. and then yeah. there's election day when they get the I voted sticker, and you know exactly the what they you know exactly what they were up to earlier in the day when you run into them. You yes. Know? Yep. You just, get the sticker. Just two days of you know that's the deal. We have a suggestion to say, "Hey, sorry." Yeah. You want me to do it on my phone? No. All right. I was going to do it on mine, but it just messed up now. Uh, ask who James Brolin is married to. Oh, that's a good thing. Yes. Hey, Siri. Hmm. Who is James Brolin married to? Oh, for love of God. It just brings up, it the- just brings up a picture of Barbara Streisand. There was a thing here earlier, Joe, that the uh, Barbara personally was mad that the iPhone said Barbara Streisand, like a Z sound instead of sand. Uh, and so she called up the head of Apple to get a change, and I'm trying to get my phone to say it to see if it really works, and I can't I can't get my phone to say Barbara Streisand, so I don't know what the deal is. But Hey, Siri. Let's say I got my phone right here. Yeah, okay. Who is married to James Brolin? Looking for iPhone 4. Sorry, I can't help find your devices right now. <laughs> Wait a minute, you've only got an iPhone 4? That's no, a- I don't know. That's what I'm saying. What's going on with that? That's an old phone. Hey, Siri. I have no, I have a 13 Who whatever Who is James is. Brolin married to? No. Huh? Can't hear anything. You got your speaker on? Uh, maybe. What a tremendous waste of time. I don't know. <laughs> I want to hear how it says it now. Hey, Siri. Yeah. All right. Who is James Brolin married to? <laughs> James Brolin's wife is Barbara Streisand. Oh, there you go. There you go. And it, does, it. it is the S noise, not the Z mm-hmm. noise. So yep. I guess Apple listens when Barbara calls. <laughs> yeah. Now you know all of our algorithms for the rest of the day are going to be all Barbara Streisand <laughs> things. Well, I got no problem pop-ups. with that. We're going to have all kinds of stuff. Just oh, remember, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. How about I look back at this day of history before we get into the other business here? All right. Just because I like doing my Nixon impression, it was this day that uh, Nixon lost the election for governor of California before he was president and famously said, you won't have Nixon to kick around anymore. Right. What a great line. (laughs) Happy birthday to the Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, he's so cute. He debuted this day of 1965, and it's the 50th anniversary here in the great garden state of New Jersey. We were the first state to let girls play Little League baseball. 
Yeah, way to go, New Jersey. So, happy anniversary to the uh, Girls Little League That's here awesome. in New Jersey. Isn't that kind of neat? That's great. Yeah. Won't, won't have Dick Nixon to play anymore. When you're sweating inside a suicide vest all day long, the only thing better than killing a random infidel is delicious edible explosives. That's why the fine folks at haagen have teamed up with the fine folks at Black Cat to bring you Hamasen Daz ice cream. Featuring all your favorite Join My Religion or Die flavors like Rocky Roadside Bomb, Death to the English Toffee, Black Powder Walnut, Lebanana Split, Fascist Pistachio, and of course, everyone's anti-Semite favorite, Caramel Gibson. Hamas and Daz ice cream with 72 flavors in paradise. The Israel who's hated by Arab lands from Palestine to Pakistan. But Hamas are anti-Semites. They blow up everything inside. What a crazy fair. Cause they're fighting along the Gaza Strip in West Bank. There's no immediate end. To their rockets, planes, and tanks. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> it's oh, he uh, said. Yeah. She said. With Robbie and Rochelle. When you hate your enemies, they win. <laughs> I love doing Nixon. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> and a waste of everyone's time. Yeah. Well, we've talked about <laughs> Barbara Streisand and Richard Nixon. We're really we're killing it this morning. Yes. Oh yeah. Killing those demos. Well, listen to this tonight on the Jimmy Kimmel Machine. He's going to be announcing uh, the sexiest man alive. People Magazine. You know they do this every year in the People, and he'll mm-hmm. have the announcement, and the person will be on the show. Uh, we've got the stats on previous winners: Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Johnny Depp. And Richard Gere are the only two-time winners in, okay. in the history of this. People did not do an award in 1994. So in 2015, they went back in time and retroactively gave it to the aforementioned Keanu Reeves. Oh, very nice. Sean Connery is the oldest ever recipient of Sexiest Man. He was 59 when he got it back in 1989. Tom Cruise was the youngest. He was 27 in 1990. Mm. They've only done a Sexiest Woman Alive once. That was in 2014, and Kate Upton was the winner. That same year, Chris Hemsworth was the sexiest man alive. So anyway, that's the deal on that. We'll find out tonight. But it got us thinking. Dead or alive, who would you put on people's sexiest person cover? Now, it doesn't have to be a famous person. This could be be your bank teller. You can vote for yourself if you want. Sure. That'd be a little creepy. Dead or alive, who would you put on people's sexiest person cover? I, of course, would like Rochelle to be on the cover. Ah, look at you playing yeah. it safe. I even could think of the picture that I would like uh, to have on there. That's Hey, fun. now. Yeah. That's very nice. <laughs> hey, now, and, Joe, and Joe is correct to know that I have a, a, a nudie picture on my phone that I'm uh, thinking of at this moment. I'm sure, right, exactly. You can't put a nudie on the cover. I do whatever I want if I'm the CEO of People Magazine. Joe, how do you answer that? I don't know. I, I You know, I don't... Um, <sighs> You know, you know who is is I think probably one of the handsomest guys I've ever met and I met in person mm-hmm. is John Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi is a fine answer. Absolutely. Yeah, you know that's a great answer. We'd like to see him in Playgirl. Mm-hmm. Who would you actually <laughs> oh, put on the cover geez. if it wasn't me? <laughs> I think John Bon Jovi is a good answer. We said sexiest person. Are we taking men and women? Yeah, then? of course. But not just men. I mean, as far as men, I think the handsomest guy uh, in show business right now is probably. Uh, I mean, it's. Well, Pierce Brosnan's still working. Clooney's still working. So those two, I'd say, up there. I think Redford was very handsome when he was. Paul Newman, very handsome when he was mm-hmm. a young guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are probably all of my uh, my greatest of all time list. I think Tom Brady. I mean, I know a lot of people hate him, but I love him. I think he's very handsome. I think Tom Cruise is still a handsome guy. He's wacky, but he's a yeah, handsome guy. All right. 
I mean, he's 62 years old. He looks great, you know? Yeah. As far as uh, most beautiful woman ever, I mean, of all time, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a Marilyn Monroe fan. She's the first person who comes to mind, but. See, Audrey Hepburn. She was Audrey beautiful. Hepburn. Yeah. You, know who I, you know who I think was quite beautiful from the golden age of Hollywood was Rita Hayworth. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you that one. Elvis. Elvis He's is a good answer, born. sure. Yeah. Great answer. I'd go Gerard Butler if I had to go. I know you're now. a big fan of the, yeah. the butler. I'm I'm a big fan of the butler. <laughs> or Blake Lively would be my my girl. She's my girl crush. Yeah, I mean, listen, her husband Ryan Reynolds is a handsome guy. I think he's been on the cover. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got. Dead or alive, <laughs> who would you put on people's sexiest person cover? And again, I'd be really fascinated if somebody had someone that's not necessarily, uh, you know, a movie star. Someone who's some, maybe not even famous. 732-774-4444. Lines are open to call, to text us, or to do it on Facebook. And we're powered by a very sexy man, Dr. Anthony Lombardi's new health and wellness center, yes. Lips and Drips. Now open. Opened up yesterday. It was your first full day of operation over there on uh, North Main Street in Marlboro. Go see the sexy uh, Dr. Anthony Lombardi. He's going to love that next time I talk to him. Mm-hmm. Were you calling me sexy on the air? Yes, Doc, I was. <laughs> Welcome back. To the job you could do without Welcome back To that same old place that you gripe about Where the boss's voice is an awful sound This office is causing your head to pound You'd still be home sleeping You'd still be home sleeping If your clock wasn't beeping If your clock wasn't beeping Get up and on your way, cause you say no holiday. Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Got a he said. She said. <laughs> going on, talking about People Magazine and their sexiest man alive issue. It's being revealed later on tonight on the Jimmy Kimmel Show. Mm-hmm. So we thought here on our show, we'd ask you, who do you think, dead or alive, People's sexiest person cover should feature. Now, could we're, we'll do men or women here. Yeah, They've only done a, we mentioned only done a woman once, but we'll take men and women, dead or alive, famous, not famous. Who do you think should be the sexiest person in the world on the cover? 732-774-4444 to call or text or Facebook. 923, it said Lauren Bacall. Hmm. Scott said Sophia Loren or Anne Margaret. We just lost Sophia Loren, right? Oh, no, Ra- Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch. Why is it that I always confuse Sophia and Raquel? It's like a, I don't Really, know. they had nothing to do with each no. other, and I always confuse it's the two It's a dark of them. hair, maybe. I guess. Same generation. 7855 said David Muir. Oh, the news guy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Kim, Kim said John Stamos. He's 60 years old and hot as hell. <laughs> Listen, John looks better now I, that's what than he I, did when he was 21. Absolutely. He is someone who has aged better than, yeah. than he was. And maybe it was because he had a horrible mullet, but he is <laughs> so much sexier now than he ever was he, in the He 80s. had kind of like a pudgy baby face when he was a young guy, and now yeah, he's got I that perfect... I don't know if he's chiseled. had a little work done. Yeah, but he's just got that perfect, got the that nice perfect jawline. Skin. Yeah. We all have a crush on John Stamos. I got a crush on John Stamos. <laughs> Marty said... And I don't know. I don't know exactly why this made me laugh, but he said, "My present wife." <laughs> not, yeah, this not just be, my wife. This need to be clear. My, I know I've had a lot of them. My present wife. <laughs> you played that well, sir. Played that well. You want to go to the phones here? Yeah. Morning, it's Boss. Well, I was going to say DB Sweeney, but I'm going to change it to Andrew McCarthy. Oh, all right. Oh. Those are two classics. Sure, right. I haven't heard DB Sweeney's name in a long time. That's a good answer. Oh. He's so goofy, that makes him so sexy, in my opinion. And Andrew McCarthy is, like, a generally nice guy. So, 
you know, I, I find that very appealing, too. Like, they're kind of low-key. Yeah. And I think they're adorable. Oh, all right. Hey, so boss, let's go to Superfan Ray on line one. Ray, how do you answer this? How about Kate Beckinsale for women? Kate Beckinsale. Now, I haven't, that's another name I haven't heard in a little while, but of course you know what it makes me think of. Is she one who eats all the radishes? She is stank breath, yeah. <laughs> Ray, back in like 2002, 2001, when the Pearl Harbor movie was out, I don't know why I remember this, but you know, you look up little things to mention about celebrities on the show, and I mentioned that she ate uh, just diced radishes to lose weight. And I was thinking that she may feel sexy, but... Your breath is terrible, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so every time I hear Kate Beckinsale's name, that's what I think of. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> you ruined it for him. Sorry, you ruined Ray. it. Have a good day, buddy. <laughs> you too, buddy. It's a boss. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. His big bushy mustache, huh? Yeah. Yes, sir. And that deep voice there, how y'all doing? Welcome to America, where we here are tough people. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm Sam Elliott. <laughs> Only you can present forest fires. So. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he was on one of those. Is he on Yellowstone? He's on one of those Western yeah, shows. Yeah, one of those, yeah. Dead or Alive, who would you put on People's Sexiest Person Cover? Let's get a couple more uh, Text Connect answers here. Uh, we've got Debbie said Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. Mark said Bridget Bardot. Mm. Rob said Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Catherine said Jim Morrison. Hmm, that's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. I guess he was a sex symbol from the doors, yeah. All right, lines are open here. 732-774-4444. They call him the Lizard King. Really? You tell your, hey, Mom, look, I'm dating the Lizard King. Mm. 732-774-4444. Call, text, or answer on The Boss Facebook at 1071 The Boss. We'll do a few more next. Again, all powered by our friend Dr. Anthony Lombardi and his brand new health and wellness center, Lips and Drips with a Z, now open North Main Street in Marlboro. 1071 The Boss. Free money music monitor. All right, let's see if we get a winner over here. Caller number 10. Good morning. It's The Boss. Good morning. Hi there. What's your name? My name is Shirley. Shirley, how's your day going so far? It's going well, and it just got better. Yes, you are calling number 10, so congratulations. You got yourself a Visa gift card just for getting through. And now on the Free Money Music Monitor, if you can tell us the last two songs we played, we'll get you qualified for that $1,000 cash bonus at the end of this week. Awesome. Take My Breath Away by Berlin. Mm -hmm. And let's go crazy, my friend. There he is. That's it. That's Prince's nice it. Job. Very nice job. Nice You're qualified job. for that $1,000 cash bonus. We'll get the Visa gift card to you. And surely tell everybody who is the free money radio station, please. 1071. What? The boss. <laughs> there it is. Are you working right now, Shirley? <laughs> I'll be work starting work in just a couple of hours. Oh, all right. Sounded like you had like the you know the boss in the background there giving you a hard time. I don't want to get you in trouble with the boss, you know. So. <laughs> no, not quite yet. Oh, good. Well, this <laughs> boss loves you, so we'll send that. Uh, we'll send you that gift card. Hang in the line. We'll get all your info. Okay, and have a great day. Hang on. Thank you. You both. Yep. It's he said, she said, with Robbie and Rochelle. We will get it tonight on the Jimmy Kimmel Show, People's Sexiest Man Alive Issue. So get us thinking about who you think should be people's sexiest person on the cover, dead or alive, famous, not famous. Who should be on that cover? Phone lines are open to call us. Text Connect is open. You can always get us on Facebook at 1071 The Boss. All presented, all powered by Dr. Anthony Lombardi, where you go to feel good and look good. His new health and wellness center, Lips and Drips, 71 North Main Street in Marlboro. How do you answer that? Kristen said David Beckham and Patrick Dempsey. Those are classics. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jessica said Ryan Reynolds and John Krasinski. Krasinski I don't get. I know there are women that like him. I don't get that at all. I get it. Also, I, really? <laughs> uh-huh. We're talking about the guy from The Office that's now trying to be an action star. Uh-huh. 
on the Jack Ryan. Yeah, I, I mean, he's a good actor. I mean, he's fine. But also, I think he's more of a comedic actor. I don't really like him in the action star role. But that's I, just it's my different yeah. strokes for different folks, mm-hmm. baby. Keith said Jacqueline Smith when she was on Charlie's Angels. Yeah, I figure we get some Charlie's Angels in there. Mm-hmm. Lori said Prince. Again, that's one I never understood. He's a little tiny guy, but... Well, you know, everybody's got their thing. Yeah, everybody's got their thing, sure. 6603 said, in their prime, Jennifer Gardner, William Zapka, and Heather Thomas. That's uh, Johnny Lawrence here, William Zapka. Yeah. See, he's another one. I think he looks better now than he did when he was a kid. He was like a pimply little blonde kid. Now now he's a more rugged looking guy. (laughs) (laughs) 5809 said, Jennifer Aniston. I like when people do in their prime. Like, pride. just to be clear, I, they're old now, but that's funny. And Jennifer Gardner looks the same. Yeah, she's, she really she's hasn't changed aged much. at all. I think she looked older than she was, and now she's kind of grown into her 46-year-old face. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> 9071 said Linda Carter. Yeah, Wonder Woman, sure. And uh, 4595 said a young Don Johnson from Miami. Vice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don Johnson was a handsome man right there. Did a song with Barbara Streisand, by the way. <laughs> I think they may have she's dated at one point. T- they might have dated at really? one point. Really? Yeah. You have a girl crush on the current Wonder Woman, don't you, Gal Gadot? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that'd be a good answer, too. <laughs> good morning, it's a boss. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Good. You got an answer for us? Yeah, um, I didn't know if you got my text, but I said Penelope Cruz. Oh, Penelope Cruz is a good answer, sure. Mm-hmm. The classic. Yeah. She, she played in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I thought she was beautiful. I thought it was a different one in Pirates of the Caribbean. What's her name? Uh, no, Penelope Cruz is in there. there uh, Kira Knightley. Wasn't she the heroine she, in that movie? She's in the first one. Oh, all right. Yeah. I can catch up on my Johnny Depp movies. Yeah, well, there's also like five of them now. There's quite a few, four or five of them. We'll have Amber Heard over the house. We'll do a little Johnny Depp DVD party. Nope, 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 nope. Leave us a little present on the couch. (laughs) Dead or alive, who would you put on People's Sexiest Person cover? We'll find out tonight who they knew. 2023 Sexiest Man Alive is according to People. Phone line's still open. Well, the Text Connect, anyway, we'll check those uh, throughout the day. We also uh, keep checking our Facebook messages, so thank you for those. At 1071 The Boss. I'll do a quick congratulations to Miss Tracy O'Reilly. She's working in Bayville this morning, and she just got tickets to go see Howie Mandel. That's a weird guy right there. <laughs> Talented guy, though, funny guy. Yeah, he is. He's going to be at the Count Basie Center for the Arts in Red Bank November 16th, so next week, and she will be there to see Howie. You remember that show he did? It was like a cartoon show. Where Bobby's it was about World. Bobby's World. It was him as a little kid. <laughs> yeah. And he talked like this. He's a weird guy. I think he was doing the voice of himself as a child. Yeah. Anyway, enjoy those tickets. Show info. One is in boss.com. A couple more answers are he said. She said. Dead or alive. Sexiest man alive. Announced by People today. Who do you think should be on People's uh, Sexiest Person cover? Man or woman. Uh, dead or alive. Famous or not. A couple more answers off the text connect. Terry said Hugh Jackman. Yeah, that's a good one. Don said Bruce, of course. I disagree with that. <laughs> I mean, I just I never thought he was a handsome guy, but that's just me. Laura said Paul Newman and Grace Kelly. I could probably understand a woman being attracted to little Steven before Bruce. And little Steven's not yeah. necessarily a traditional sex symbol, but he's got that mystique with the bandana and the, mm. the tough, you know, he's always sure. looks like he's, he's tough, Bruce you know? Is, Bruce is not a bad looking yeah. guy, though, and he's fit. I mean, he takes care of himself. By the way, Hugh Jackman, newly single. So. He is newly single. You got that going for you, yeah. too, ladies. Virgil said Elizabeth Taylor. Hmm. Les said Mila Kunis. Yeah. I think she's been canceled now because she was friends with Danny Masterson, right? People don't like her in Ashton anymore because they oh, were really? supporting Danny who just went well, away from her life. they on the show together? Yeah, but you're, you know, you're not supposed to be friends with someone who's a convicted sex offender. And oh. I, I suppose after someone commits a heinous crime, I could understand no longer being friends with them, you know? Yeah. Oh, that- all right. <laughs> Give me one more. Let's not end on that note. We'll end on this one. Marianne Velkamp tagged her husband, Joe, yeah. and said, my husband, Joe, with a heart. You got a picture of him? I'll be the judge of that. Let's see. Hold on. I can look at 
All right. All right, Joe. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, all right. Okay. All right. I get that. Good for you, lady. <laughs> Good for you, Marianne. Shirley Grant is in Seawarren, <laughs> and she qualified with a Visa gift card for the $1,000 weekly cash bonus we're doing in the Free Money Music Monitor. She got both songs, Take My Breath Away, and Let's Go Crazy from Prince. We played those when we activated the Free Money Music Monitor. We do it again. We mentioned yesterday we had a bunch of people stop us in the hallway that we have taken out the Christmas tree. Got the lights on the tree. Haven't decorated the tree mm-hmm. yet. But Rochelle pulled it out over the weekend, and now she's got it set up. So there's a tree in the corner. There's a tree in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of uh, garland around the TV. So Christmas is starting mm. to, uh, as, as Bing would say, it's beginning hubbub bub to look a lot like Christmas in the house. I know we're a little bit early, but, you know, we don't always have yes. a free weekend, so we just decided to do it. And now what's funny is we've still got the uh, the fall, the Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. motif going on in the kitchen. So it's kind of a mishmash of, it's basically like a home goods store when you walk into our yeah. place. <laughs> got a little bit of everything. A little bit that. of everything. There might be a skeleton somewhere left over yeah. from Halloween. Oh, the candy's at the front door, that's for sure. I still have some of the lemons out from the summer stuff, so it's just... There's definitely a lot of things going on in the house. <laughs> there is a story trending from an interior designer. This is from the Better Home and Gardens website. And they do a post where you can ask them questions, the interior designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this thing went viral because she says one Christmas tree is not enough anymore if you're looking to have a truly festive home for the holidays. This designer says uh, the number of people putting up multiple trees in various rooms with different themes really brings the Christmas spirit throughout the house. And there are some people going, I know, I do this, I do that. And they mm-hmm. post paid. Then other people going, What's wrong with one little tree? I put it up Christmas Eve. I take it down New Year's Eve. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I tend to, uh, believe it or not, I tend to agree that it's nice to have uh, multiple trees in multiple rooms. And maybe yep. you do different trees with different yeah. themes. You know, one of them's kind of a goofy. One of them's an old-fashioned. One of them's more modern. I kind of like that. Yep. That's very progressive thinking for me, isn't it? Look at you, Mr. Grinch, wanting the trees up. I love it. I didn't. I mean, listen. Would I do it if it was just me when I was living alone? I mean, I put up a little tree, you know. Yeah. Little fiber optic tree. No, I I love. Oh, but that's because I'm lazy. It's not because I I don't appreciate the lights. And that's the thing. It is a lot of work to put it up, which is why I'm kind of starting early because I feel like if I'm going to spend several days putting this stuff up, and they're not cheap. I mean, buying the the trees and the lights and the the ornaments every year, it's it's expensive. So I want to enjoy it for as long as I possibly can. But there's a lot of work to do a different theme in every room. It is. But, if I mean, if you're going to enjoy it, then why not? Yeah. I don't know. You guys just do one tree, right, Joe? No. uh, No, I have one in the basement down here. And then I've got one. uh, We've got one in the family room. I wanted to get an artificial one for the... uh, uh, for the living room, just as, you know, a third tree. But mm-hmm. Marianne makes a all-day project of putting up the one. Right. Uh, not even an all-day, like, multiple-day project. And, yeah. You know, it's... And I know who she is. She's going to want to do the same with the other one. So it's just making more work for her. So I'm just like, ah. But, um... You got that but, Santa yeah, coming out again this year? That. The Santa you put in the yard? I... Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I got to I gotta do some uh, damage control on him. On him. Because he's 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 fifty years old, right? Yeah. And um, and you know those big wooden ones. He's like eight feet tall, and you know the paint is, is and you can't. I was going to put um, polyurethane on it, but I can't use the brush to paint it on because a lot of the paint chips will come off. Oh, geez. So so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a can. They have the spray on stuff. Yeah. And I think I'm going to use that and see. I just don't want to wreck it. You know, that's my. Uh, You're going to have to tape it, it off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do. I'm going to do down by his feet and see. You know, where no one really sees him. So I'm going to try that first. Uh, but yeah, that thing. My uncle made that in 19 like 65 or something. 
And uh, he was a carpenter, and he made, he was doing that for uh, the city of Jersey City. It's an attraction on the Nolan property when oh, when the tram gosh. you know the tram comes through and they give a tour yes. of the big Nolan no. estate. It, you know, for for <laughs> those coming to see a famous person's home, it's really a, yeah. it's a highlight of the tour. You know? Absolutely. You know, a lot of people like that Santa. <laughs> I like the Santa. I remembered the Santa from last and, couple of years. And he has the funniest thing that ever happened to that Santa. He has one of you know his hands up in the air, wait like waving at people, right? And he's got like a green mitten on, and they're between the thumb and the and the the rest of his hand. Somebody one year went by, put a cigarette butt in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Poor Santa. Uh, I, I thought it was hilarious. My mother wasn't. Didn't yeah, mom was not amused. Not amused. No. no, my father kind of thought it was funny too, but I think he probably thought it was funnier than he let on because he knew that mom wasn't going to be happy. Well. <sighs> All right, on that note. Yeah, on that note, we got to go. I think that's it. We got to go. <laughs> Thanks again to uh, Brian Kilmeade from Foxer Chicken. And earlier, if you missed that, he called us live about 7 this morning. We got that on the podcast, which should go up shortly. And then we will return, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. Did I mention I've got lunch with Big Boss Bob today? Oh, God. Good luck with that. I know. This is meeting lunch. This could be ours. I'm going to Target, so <laughs> well, it's not good for you I, and, way. I Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's just nothing, nothing but bad news today. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow morning, maybe. 6 a.m., hump day Wednesday. Be with his first thing for pre-coffee thoughts. Go to the Celebrity Hotline. Who we got on there tomorrow? We got a bunch of them. Uh, I don't know. We got a bunch in the pipeline here. Right, well, it'll be a surprise in the Celebrity Hotline tomorrow. We'll, Kermit will fill us in which yeah. one we're doing tomorrow. I know, I'm trying to th- I can tell you some upcoming guests. We've got the guy, uh, Jeff Plate from uh, TSO, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. the guy from the Stephen Colbert show tomorrow. Oh, we got uh, Paul Mercurio. That's right. Yes. Very funny. Emmy-winning uh, comedian. He's got a Broadway show that he's doing a special appearance uh, with the show over at Monmouth University this mm-hmm. weekend. That's right. We'll talk to Paul Mercurio, but uh, we got some other, other big guests. Ed Begley Jr. will be on the Celebrity oh. Hotline coming up. We'll talk to him. Uh, Anyhow, uh, tomorrow morning, yeah, that's right. Paul Mercurio will be checking in. Very funny comedian. Tickets to see Howie Mandel, speaking of funny comedians. More passes to see Hootie and the Blowfish with the mystery oldie of the day at 710. Well, another chance at the free money music monitor. We'll do He Said. She Said. At 750, the Fast Five, the birthdays, and a lot more all in the morning tomorrow. Ross will be back with the horrible scopes, mm-hmm. as he always is. So my, Ross might be doing the show tomorrow. You just never yes. know.